Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Matthew Hunt. Matthew, you are the founder of Automation Wolf. You're based in Toronto. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Josh. I really appreciate it. All right. Give us an overview of what Automation Wolf is. Uh, Yeah, sure. We work with super busy uh, founders and CEOs who usually specialize in the B2B niche, and we help them create all of their social media content for networks like LinkedIn in one hour. All right. Tell me more. (laughs) <laughs> okay, sure. So, so you know, uh, most B two B founders and and CEOs, you know, it's not that they don't know what to do or how to do it. Their biggest problem always comes down to time. <laughs> it's a non renewable resource. It's something that uh, we all struggle with. But um, for them, you know, they realize we all only have the same same amount of time with the same amount of months every year, weeks, days, hours minutes and there just doesn't seem to be enough seconds in every single minute for them. And so they're always looking at things in how do I better leverage my time at the end of the day? And we realized there was a hole there that we could satisfy. So they know they need to be on LinkedIn. They know they need to be consistent. Most of the time they're not. And the reason they're not is because of time. So we set up a structure where we can help them create all of their content. It starts with the interview process, just very similar mm-hmm. to this, like podcasting, just like what you're doing here, except um, our intent is led with knowing that it's going to be short, snackable content, which changes the way the content is going to be produced because we're leading with that intent. Sometimes it's very, very difficult to take long form content and make it short, snackable content when you're not leading with that intent. And so this snackable content is led with that. And since we know we're going into that and it's in a safe environment where it's private, we can go through in a one hour sort of Zoom call. We technically don't use Zoom like this. We use a tool called Riverside, uh, Hmm. but it's very similar to Zoom. And we interview them in that hour, knowing that we're going to slice and dice those videos into short snackle pieces of content, which then because we're leading with video, it's the lead domino to all the other content. So mm. the audiograms, the text posts, the polls, the images, et cetera, that we can get all of their content created in one hour and then syndicate it to the social medias for them so they can stay top of mind and consistent with their warm market. Now, this is just step one of our three pillar system that we recommend that people do, but this is usually the first place they start because this is something that's very low effort for a really busy CEO and founder, but yet provides really high impact for them in their business by staying top of mind with their with their particular clients. Yeah. Is it enough just to produce um, decent content for LinkedIn? Like, will that get them attention on LinkedIn as a platform? So, so it is not enough for them to get transformation from people who don't know them. It's enough to get transformation from people who do know them. Mm. 
So what I mean by this is usually the first thing that our clients say when they start doing this. So just like anything in life, we already know this. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. This is not the first time we've all heard this before. And so by being consistent on a platform like LinkedIn on a regular basis, by posting content regularly, if people already know, like, and trust you, they're going to start remembering why they hired you, or they're going to resend you more referrals. So the first thing our clients say is like, wow, we're getting a lot more referrals. And it's because they keep mentioning, they see my content on LinkedIn. However, if someone doesn't know you yet, or like you or trust you, really no selling can begin. And so you really need three other pillars, two other pillars on top of your short form content to get that transformation. So what we call it is we call it short form, long form, controlled form. And so short form is your snackable content. This is the little short stuff. When people go to a social media network like LinkedIn, they're in the mode of either procrastination or in discovery mode. But the agreement is that it needs to be snackable. (laughs) <laughs> they're not there to show up and listen to an hour podcast. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. there to spend a few minutes and scroll through the newsfeed. Now, don't get me wrong. People get lost in the newsfeed all the time for hours on end. It happens to me. I mean, someone who's ADD, I, I go in there to post a piece of content for a client or my own content or review something. And I thought I was going to be there for one minute. Next thing I, I blink and two hours has passed and I've totally wasted a lot of time. So they know how to keep you in the LinkedIn newsfeed. But when we go there, that's our, that's our intent. Now that short form content, the one minute video is the ladder up to two minute video, two minute, five, five to 10, 10 to an hour and so forth. But you don't get transformation until you do the long form content. That's an opportunity for you to build trust, goodwill, reciprocity, and to demonstrate your ability. Then the third pillar is really community. This is your controlled form. This is where you can put people into a controlled environment where you can really build the relationship and you can continue to keep depositing goodwill and trust equity. And then once you have that, the good news is once you take through people through that journey of short form, long form, controlled form, Mm -hmm. you now own the relationship. And when you own the relationship, good things happen. Here's what happens. One is you can suck at sales and close deals. Okay. <laughs> two, you can charge more. And when you can do those two things, you don't need as many clients or as many customers um, for your particular business. And so it becomes a very easy way for someone who's super busy, who doesn't necessarily want to get a huge sales team or doesn't want to invest in a tons of marketing for them to get transformation. Now, of course, the short form snackable content is just one step. You still need a long form mechanism and you need a controlled form mechanism. And so usually for someone who's really pressed on time, what I would recommend as a really simple Long form mechanism is a first step before building a podcast and doing interviews and all this other stuff because it takes time. You know it does. I know you set up a system for it. I've just participated in your system and it works like a well-oiled machine. But for most people, they don't have time to set that up, nor do they still have time to commit to doing those types of interviews. What I recommend is they start with a simple workshop. A once a month workshop that gives them an opportunity to do one to sell it, one to many sell it. And the best place to do this is, again, LinkedIn. LinkedIn has an ability where you can put up an event Mm -hmm. and you can invite your warm network up to a thousand people per week to this event. And what we've discovered is that very you can get a very easy opt-in rate of 25 to 30% of the people that you invite to your event because it's really simple. You don't need a fancy landing page. If you invite people on LinkedIn, they want to stay on LinkedIn, they can just click a button that says, yes, I'll attend. And you really don't care if they attend or not. All you care is that they raised their hand and said, I am willing to pay attention to this event at some point. 
Mm. And, and a lot of times when I even message them, what I'll say to them is I'll be like, hey, attend this event. Even if you don't have time, attend it because we'll send you the replay. Because you don't care whether they actually attend live or not. All you care about them is to consume the information you want, your long form content where you can demonstrate your ability so you can start getting trans transformation. So think of your short form as get to know, that's consistency. Think of yeah. your long form content as like, and think of your controlled form as trust, right? And really you can't do, you shouldn't do any selling until you have that. If you do selling prior to that, mm. you're really mm-hmm. going to be treated as a commodity. Yeah. And when you're treated as a commodity, it's hard to sell. You got to charge less. And it's really just not fine. You really just don't attract no, the highest quality. It's icky. People. It's icky. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you might as well do it. You might as well do it this way. So that would be a, a good first beginner step that doesn't take a lot of effort if you're really busy, but cr- creates a lot of transformation. So instead of going and getting maybe more SDRs or more EAs or trying to get a sales team, usually your best salesperson is the CEO and founder. All they need to do is create an environment where they can do one-to-many selling. What they don't want to do is they don't want eight appointments or 20 appointments or 100 appointments even. It's not about getting more appointments. It's about, it's about finding more leverage with their time. Yeah. And then um, the last step is control yeah, form. What I recommend is just that simple for them is to do a simple local mastermind dinner or founders happy hour or something like that, whoever their ideal audience is. And I, I, I literally grew my business by millions of dollars a year by simply running a monthly CMO dinner for Fortune 1000 companies with my second agency. It's a simple thing. You just, you just, you just say, because if I reached out to a CMO and I said, hey, I'd love you to pitch you my marketing services for this, and they don't know me, it's stranger danger, they'd be like, get lost, buddy. Like, yeah. dude, you're just spamming me. But by me reaching out and doing cold outreach to them saying, hey, I run a mastermind dinner for CMOs, love to invite you out. And guess what? Dinner's on me. You go do the local dinner, good leverage of time, four or five CMOs at the dinner. And I didn't invent this process. I actually learned it from a gentleman named Jason Gaynard, who runs a podcast called Community Made and the Fasting One, and also runs a, uh, a annual event as well that tens of thousands of entrepreneurs apply to. And he's been doing this for years. And, and, and now this is a thing that people do all the time. This is the easiest thing is run some sort of mastermind event. And you can sit down with four or five other of your ideal prospects and break bread and be a normal person. Don't try to pitch your stuff. It's not bait and switch. Guess what happens when you do that? You fast track the ability to build what called trust. Once there's trust, selling can then begin. And generally, people will ask you, if you're a normal human being, they'll be like, hey, Matt, what do you do? If you have a good answer for it, they'll be like, you know what? We're looking for that. Or you know what? I know someone who's looking for that. They want to be helpful. Um, because you were just a normal human being. So it's always gain for the relationship. So what I always tell people, they want more leads and sales, but that's not really what they should be aiming for. What they should be aiming for is more trust and more community and looking at how do we measure that? Because the byproduct of trust and community is leads and sales. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and contrast this, if you will, Matthew, with what the typical sales and marketing person is doing out there. Or the stuff that we see way too much. Yeah, well, we we do cold outreach. So so, so look, they're either doing outbound or inbound is what it's known for. Mm-hmm. Both are exactly the same. The only difference between the two is one, as the person is performing it, you feel the negativity to one. Yeah. So so you're doing the same thing. When you do inbound and outbound marketing, it's it's actually very limited thinking because you're only looking at the one to three percent of the marketplace who's in market right now. Terrible mindset and, and very limited thinking because basically you're going to spray and pray either with ads 
to get someone into some sort of marketing funnel where then you can like spam them and, and you know until they submit or tell you the bugger off. The same thing with cold outreach is the same thing. You build a list, you do cold outreach to it and make an offer and one to 3% of people are, are in market. The only difference is with the cold outreach, they're telling you the bugger off, um, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, but when you do inbound, you don't feel all the no's. But here's, here's the thinking that I want to challenge people with. At the end of the day, like you, if you're in the B2B industry, which probably lots of people who listen to this podcast are, is you know who your buyers are. They're not invisible and they can all buy from you, right? So what I always say is this, let's just say you offered website design services for consultants and coaches. Let's just say that was your specific niche as an example. And you put a thousand of them into a room. And if you ask those thousand this question, who here is looking for a new website design or a new funnel um, in the next sort of 90 days? Well, one to 3% of the people are going to raise their hand. Well, if you change the question, you ask this question instead and said, who here between now and the end of their career as a coach and a consultant will need a website redesign or a website built or a funnel built? Well, the whole room is going to raise their hand so they can all buy from you. So stop worrying about, you know, when they're going to be able to buy from because you can't control that. Instead, worry about building trust with that community. Yeah. So build a community that serves those coaches and cons- consultants so you can be preemptive to own the relationship. So when the timing is right, when they're ready for that, you are ahead of all your competitors. They're just going to come to you first. Or even if they're comparing you, know, you to other competitors, they're still more likely to choose you than someone else because of the trust. I'll give you another example about this trusting that people are not, you know, always acknowledging, which they really need to. You know, I'm having a laneway house built in the back of my house. This is like another house in your backyard, basically, in mm-hmm. Toronto, because we just don't have enough housing in Toronto. <laughs> We're trying to find creative ways that people can build more housing for them. Yeah. Well, I got three quotes, okay, for this house to be built, you know, one for 180, one for two, one for 230. The one for 230 is actually someone I know very well the most expensive quote which one am i going to choose two strangers who gave me a cheaper quote the delta is like fifty thousand dollars it's like that's a pretty big difference between Mm -hmm. the two yeah who am i going to end up choosing that's it yeah i did the the exact same thing Yep. Yep. I did the exact same thing with my landscaping. Uh, so I met my neighbors. They're like, you know, way back when we moved here, I'm like, what do you guys do? They're like, well, we own a landscape company. I'm like, oh, well, I'll hire you guys. And they're like, well, we're more expensive. I'm like, I don't care. I'm friends with you. I don't know these other guys from Adam. So you guys, congrats. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what the, I mean, you know, as long as it's within reason, but seriously, um, yeah, that's, and that's how, People prefer to do business. I can't think of anybody, especially when it comes to like service providers, uh, forget it. Like I'm someone cold DMs me or emails me and asks if they, I'm not, not only, even if I need that service, I'm not going to reward them. <laughs> For for their bad behavior of just sliding into my DM and uh, emailing me cold because I don't know who they are. I'm not I I don't have that much trust in them. My company in is very important to me. So you know to for me to just throw all caution to the wind and hire somebody unproven and unknown, not going to do that. 
Correct. Now, if they reached out to you, Josh, since you're like a, a podcast host and they said, hey, Josh, we have this really cool podcast on this particular thing. We'd really love to interview. It takes 20 minutes, assuming you had the time. Would you be more interested in that offer? I do nearly 100% of those. <laughs> exactly. And then what, yeah. is, what is a podcast at the end of the day? It's really just a fancy discovery call without mm-hmm. the sales pressure. Yeah. 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 In, in service of somebody else. So that dynamic now you have, so it's one thing to spend two, you know, where two people spend time together, but now when two people are spending time together in service of somebody or something else, magic happens. Exactly. And then you build goodwill. You, 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 you also have an opportunity to publish that content, tag them. Mm -hmm. How much more likely are they to pay attention to your content going forward over others? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it's much it. higher, right? Yeah, and then over time, as you make these little deposits, and, and when the timing is right, because you invested in the community and the relationship, or you chose to build more trust in more community versus trying to get more leads and more sales. It's the mindset thing, right? And if you're not solving the right problem, then you're going to go about it the wrong way. You're going to come across as sleazy and slimy, or you're going to off-putting. And it doesn't matter if it's inbound marketing or outbound marketing. And so, really, this comes down to a strategy thing, or even further, really a mindset thing. Most people don't have business problems; they have mindset problems. When you really boil it down to the, the the root cause of what's going on, you know, we have to go deeper. This is why they say, ask the five whys, like why, 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 why. And then mm-hmm. we get to really what's going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So tell me, um, again, I, mean, I, I love it. You're singing my music. <laughs> um, where did you come from that you're like, yes, this is this is how I need to serve the world uh, and help rid it from bad marketing practices. <laughs> so I'm doing it all wrong. So this, yeah. is my, this is my third agency I've owned. So I've owned two before. I was lucky enough to exit from both of them. That's not always the case. Um, but going through that process of doing a lot of different things, as well as working on, if not hundreds, pro- probably thousands of marketing accounts, both B2C and B2B, you yeah. start to really see what's working, what's not working. And um, part of the ability was actually being able to have time off. So after my second agency I sold in 2018, I had about a year to just kind of sit and start seeing the trees from the forest and start mulling on well what works and what doesn't work and where do I want to live and one of the first things I realized is I wanted to pick a community I wanted to live in and that was B2B so B2B CEOs and founders yeah more specifically agency owners are my peeps yeah and so I started building a community around that first before even building a product and then just being helpful and building goodwill and then when it was time to launch a product um, it was really easy to do so because I already had trust and people knew who I was and a relationship with them. And then as I launched the done for you agency, again, we just, we, you know, this done for you agency of this product that we're offering of create all your, all your uh, social media content, like LinkedIn in one hour was launched last year. And in one year, it's a million dollar company, just like that. Boom, mm-hmm. Right. And it's all done through just community. I, I did no marketing. No inbound ads, no outbound anything, right? So, you know, uh, pretty amazing what you can do when you own a little bit of trust with a small community. Yeah, I love it. So when folks go to automationwolf.com, what do you, how do you recommend they kind of take that next step in the journey with you? Uh, And because I assume then that Matt, that, that Matthew, that you work individually with people to help them implement what you've been talking about. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So here's the great thing is if you go to automationwolf.com, there's only one page. There's nothing you can do. So you can do one of two things. You can either watch a video there that explains the process in more detail that I talked about today, 
or you can reach out to me, which will connect me on your calendar. Those are the only things you need. It's a one-page website with no other options. I don't do any blogging. I don't do any podcasting yet. I don't do any of the other things yet. It's not necessary for the business level that we're at. So those are your only two options. But if you get there, you watch the VSL, the video sales letter on the process, the signature system that we do. And if it makes sense to you, you're able to click a little button and book time on my calendar. Yeah, I love it. All right, that's at automationwolf.com. Matthew, you're one of the good ones, I can tell you, in the <laughs> marketing world. So I appreciate, I appreciate, keep fighting the good fight. Keep working to uh, to change the world out there. Obviously, your clients are likely having great success with you because what you're talking about works. It's good stuff. So Matthew Hunt, again, founder of Automation Wolf, found on the web at automationwolf.com. Thank you so much, Matthew. Thanks, Josh. Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to UpMyInfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show.